Gold A-Sides Podcast. The greatest stories behind the greatest hits of all time. It's Living Colour on Gold playing in Auckland tomorrow night for 35 years of the Vivid album. How has it been? 35 years. Well, um, I mean, Mick Jagger produced your guys early work. Are you still in touch with him, Vernon? Tracy. Yeah. We haven't talked in a long time. The thing about personages like Mick is that a lot of people come in and out of their lives. I can't even imagine. Uh, and we were just a part of an ongoing, iconic life. I'm, I'm thankful that our paths crossed in the first place. And, and being so well, knowledgeable and interested in music, I know you've also got very well-formed opinions about AI. You've written an article, The Promise and Peril of AI Music, What Have We Unleashed? Um, and just briefly, because I, I know, I'm sure it's a whole conversation, is it dangerous, do you think, or exciting for the future of music? I think it's both. It's both exciting and dangerous because everything we desire is, is exciting and dangerous. And there are going to be people who are going to be opportunists. I mean, obviously, I know you're a Beatles fan. I mean, you've obviously heard the AI John Lennon stuff they've done. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, when you hear voice modeling, that's disturbing because it's not just what strangers are going to do. It's going to be what heirs and what estates are going to do. It's one thing to think about a punter who decides, oh, they want to have Frank Sinatra do a trap track. And that could be annoying or it could be brilliant, whatever. But what's going to be interesting morally is what family members of deceased artists are going to allow to happen. Mm. Things that they may well know are against their loved one's wishes. But when the temptation of money to be made is there, there are going to be situations that are going to be really dodgy. So I'm not saying that in terms of that's happening in terms of Lennon's case, but I'm saying that is a possibility, you know, because Pandora's box has been opened. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting way to listen to new music. Um, speaking of which, I know you guys went back into the studio toward the end of last year to start recording the new album. Where are you guys at with that? We're playing around with things right now. So there's all this stuff, but there's also not just messages and crap like that. It's, it's also, it's, it's interesting to look at our body of work and to see how many things are still with us and are still have a, a context. I mean, that's part of the reason that Living Colors remains somewhat relevant is because the conversations we started, you know, they've not been resolved. And in fact, the cult of person that we're living with that internationally. But now, you know, we, we see it. Oh, well, I really look forward to your set list then because I, I know you do keep things very relevant. In fact, I heard that you did a cover of Nothing Compares to You for Sinead O'Connor recently, Rest Her Soul. Might we see you do yeah. that in New Zealand or is that just a one-off? I heard it was very well received. Yeah, we've been doing it and it's been very uh, poignant, very sad. And honestly, I think about Nothing Compares to You. I mean, it's a song attached to her, it's attached to Prince, it's, it's attached to Chris Cornell, because he, he did a cover mm. of Nothing Compares to So it's a very gratifying to see that people emotionally have been taking it on and singing along with it. I mean, she was a special, special artist and special person. She did a great service to humanity in the music that she made. I can just tell from these few minutes of talking to you that it is going to be an incredible show. I just realised this morning that you are here in New Zealand uh, a couple of weeks before Steve Vai is, and I know he's a, he's a mate of yours. Have you seen his Hydra guitar? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, that <laughs> thing is amazing. I hope he wears a back brace. <laughs>
It's funny you say that. I I just interviewed him earlier this week and he tells me, yes, he wears a waist strap in the video when he had to film the video for it, but it is so heavy at 35 pounds that he has to have it on a stand. So he doesn't actually hold it on his body in concert. There's no way. way. It's completely insane. I mean, there's no way. You know, he's the one and only. And uh, (laughs) yeah, he's a great dude. And, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of affection for each other. Him and his crazy ways. It's it's fantastic. I have a couple of unusual instruments, but nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such a treat to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come out to see us. You've got a massive fan base here in New Zealand. You're playing at the Power Station Saturday, September the 2nd. Vernard Reid, an absolute honour, and we'll see you here in New Zealand in a couple of weeks. All right, darling. I'll talk to you, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Hi, Tracy. Hey, this is Vernon Reed from Living Color, and you're listening to Tracy on Gold. Gold A-Sides Podcast, the greatest stories behind the greatest hits of all time. If you enjoyed this podcast, click to share with family or friends. For all the greatest hits, listen to Gold FM. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.